Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I'm thrilled today to have Shannon D'Souza on our show talking about sales. Maybe you're an expert in sales, maybe you're avoiding sales, or maybe you just haven't learned how to navigate the new sales environment. But we're here today to learn from Shannon and gain her words of wisdom. So Shannon, welcome. And please tell us about your, your story, but like how you got to, to, to what it is you do. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So my story dates back about 16 years ago. I went to school at the University of Waterloo with, and I'm Canadian. Um, So that's like going to the MIT of, you know, Canada. So it's a very, very technical school. We had a co-op program and that's how I embarked on my journey in software. All the software companies came there to really um, recruit. Um, So I accidentally got into that industry. I never thought I would be, you know, involved in anything like that. Um, And from there, I really grew my sales and marketing career. I worked in the software industry for 10 years. I started at the BlackBerry, the SAP, the Sybase, the big corporate names. I very, very quickly realized um, that is not for me. I My heart lies with working with smaller companies. So I moved into tech startups so that I could wear multiple hats. Um, I can ride the growth wave and I can really excel and get as many skills as humanly possible. I've always known I'm an entrepreneur and I come from a really, really long line of entrepreneurs. And that's exactly why I started my sales career is because I knew that if I wanted to have my own business, I needed to sell and I needed it to be extremely natural. So I decided that why not learn this on somebody else's dime? So being in the software industry, um, I was in Toronto and uh, my husband, my husband ended up getting headhunted um, about six years ago to go to Vancouver. And um, I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's go on this adventure. And what I very, very quickly realized when I moved to Vancouver is there was not enough technical people. There was just not enough um, talent. So um, I very, very quickly decided I was going to be a consultant because in the software industry, there's lots of consultants. And that's kind of how my journey started over there. Um, Because there's not a lot of people who are technical, I very quickly um, started attracting a lot of business and I became an agency. So I was a digital marketing agency and I focused um, a lot of my time and energy with other women who I call second career entrepreneurs who um, you know, had been professionals for many years, but they were ready to start out on their own. Um, and they wanted expertise online. They realized that um, they needed freedom and flexibility, just like I did. They had a family most often and um, they want they craved something more. They just didn't want to be confined to the boundary of the city that we lived in. 
So I, I ended up finding a niche um, from that perspective and I help clients, you know, whether it be develop their website or learn about social media, creating content, um, all the way to lead generation, doing Facebook ads and campaigns and how to sell in stories, all that fun stuff. Um, so I'd been consulting on that for um, the past six years. And recently I decided to step into my own sparkle and claim my own name as a coach, um, a sales coach. And I launched a program called Sales Call Superstar. And so this is where I help my clients today build a mini sales team. Essentially, I find them a lead generation specialist or an appointment setter to bring in all the deals for them. I help them optimize on their sales calls. So closing deals much faster, raising their prices. And then I put in place all of their systems so they can truly be the CEO of their business and understand all the KPIs and the metrics. So that's me. Wow. You make it sound so easy. You know, like, <laughs> like uh, this is how it works. I mean, because you're, you're a technician. I mean, that's, that's like, that's your education, right? You, you went to a technical school, right? I mean, all in all. Yeah. So my background is actually in business. I have two okay. degrees in business, um, but my job has always been working for software companies and making customers feel comfortable with technology. So making it. Yeah. Very oh, okay. So you're not a bridge the gap because let's face it. The sales environment has changed a lot in the last six years. I mean, it's not uncommon now for companies not even to have customer services or for a company to be successful only because they have someone who answers the phone. You know what I mean? It, it's so interesting, like how the environment has changed so much. And it sounds like you're like right on the cutting edge and you know what works and what doesn't work for either low, mid or high ticket sales. Absolutely. My focus is high ticket when high ticket on the internet is considered $2,000 or more. My sweet spot, I sit, I would say for my customers is helping them sell between five and $55,000 um, because that's more mid market and enterprise. Mm -hmm. mm, interesting. And then for lead gen, I mean, it's changing so fast. What are you finding works best these days for high ticket lead generation? So unpopular opinion coming at you. So get ready for it. Um, we cannot just sit on our laurels and wait for people to come to us. We are fighting the algorithms of the platforms that we are using. And so we need to be seen and we need to demand we're seen. So creating amazing content, you know, that's organic, that's a given. Um, but we need to be getting into the DMs with our prospects, with, with our people to really um, carve out our persona and how we can help them find that solution so that we are top of mind when they are shopping. Yeah. It's so interesting because I've heard so many people, I work with a lot of health coaches. I've trained a lot of health coaches over the years. I write the programs. I train the trainers and something I hear a lot from these, you know, these women mostly who want to change their um, career to become a health coach full time. And they're finding that they aren't getting traction. Like they just can't um, somehow get into those conversations um, so it's, it's, I find it's really tricky that like they're not, a, they're, they're really focused on creating content and it's not converting. And it seems to be like the common problem, at least in the health coaching industry. Do you have any yes. uh, advice on that? Because I conversion. Have advice on that. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so first of all, a lot of people, um, don't understand what the marketing funnel for content should look like. Mm. You know, there's the awareness, Hey, this is what I do. This is how I can help. There's the um, consideration. So this is really around so showing social proof, right? These are the case studies. These are the client transformations. These are the testimonials. Women are very afraid in this section to start creating content like this because engagement tanks. 
So we, it tells us that we are bad. We are negative. Um, we shouldn't be selling because people don't like it. Um, so they shy away from it, which means we can't have any conversion content and conversion content is actually posting about our offer, creating campaign sales campaigns around it, um, and getting in the DMS to actually bring the client in. Interesting. And when you talk about like a sales department, I think a lot of people, um, at least that I, I work with women entrepreneurs, especially they're, they're solopreneurs and they have to wear all the hats. And frankly, there just aren't enough hours in the day to do that. Well, nor do they have the skills. And so when you say like outsource it, I mean, it kind of feel, it feels like it's a, it's something that a small, a small ish business could, could take on when, when you describe it to me, um, is that, is that accurate that, that somebody who's, you know, six figures kind of going towards seven, um, you know, really needing some sales support, professional, you know, guidance, because it's not just, um, the one-to-one sale anymore. It's like, there's, this is, this is like broad based approach from everything you're writing to your branding, to, uh, your, so your posting, it's like, it has to be unified and everyone's kind of piecemealing it. Not everyone, but a lot of like, you know, budding entrepreneurs and startups. hundred percent. And this is why I started this business is because I watched for the last two years, people are just hardcore struggling. The story online being told is all the marketing side of it. Um, but there's not enough expertise in the sales side. So let me give you some examples around that. Um, first of all, if you are between a hundred to three hundred thousand dollars in revenue, um, usually you will plateau at, just after that because you can't do more than that just by yourself. So giving yourself the permission and understanding that now is the time to invest to really gain that growth and scalability that you want. Um, you need soldiers on the ground who are your ambassadors bringing you deals at that point because just creating organic content is not going to be enough. Interesting. So is that the kind of client that you love to have? Like someone who's right at 300 and they're plateauing and they need that bump to get to five and then above. So I, I don't choose my clients like that. I choose my clients based on their purpose. So I will only work mm. with purposeful entrepreneurs because oh, I, I love that. get behind their mission <laughs> to help teach them how they can serve. Um, that is the reason why mm. I created my business because um, if A, this is a problem, but B, I want as met to help as many people as I humanly possibly can with my superpower. That's amazing. I love hearing that. I'm so about that. My company's called Purposeful Ventures. That's my like, you know, you know, head head company, the company that houses everything. Um, so I'm I'm on board with that. And I feel like if we're all doing more purposeful things with our lives and our businesses, um, the world is going to be a better place, hands down. 100%, 100%. Yeah. And every conversation at the end of the day is a sales conversation. Uh, yes and no. So sales in the sense of relationship building absolutely right we cannot do a sale if we don't have a relationship people do business with people they like mm. it's just that fundamental and this is where it's broken online with not getting into the dms and having conversations how do you expect someone to convert into your program and you haven't taken the time to notice them or yeah. say hello or understand their need it's like someone coming into your store and you just ignored them right 
Yeah, that makes a really, that's, that's a very valid point. And it just seems like with the whole idea of scaling, and it's been so exciting for businesses to be able to scale at a rate they never could before, but what's getting lost is exactly what you're describing are these relationships and people realize it and they're kind of pissed off about it. And LinkedIn, I mean, just the last six years, what's happened with Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing the rate at which things are changing and that human element doesn't change though. The need to belong, the need to be significant, the need to build valuable uh, and authentic relationships. And those are the businesses that are in the coaching industry specifically that are going to survive this massive boom that we're in. Right now, it's um, a $10 billion industry. It is projected to be a $40 billion industry in the next 10 years. And the ones who focus on customer success like my business, who we have, you know, a person who's focused on that um, and accountability. And we actually care about our customers, um, you know, getting the transformations that we're promising in the sales, um, you know, in our sales programs and our pages, you know, those are the ones who are going to do well. Mm, so great to hear. I didn't know it was growing at that rate. I mean, I knew it was one of the top industries that just after tech, but I didn't realize that. And I love how you're uh, teaching them how to do it. You're not just doing it for them. You are to a certain degree, you're setting things up, but you really want to empower them to be able to take it on themselves and then support them where they need support. It sounds like. It's not scalable, right? Like I don't want to be that agency that's always seen as an expense. I want to be seen as an investment and then let me help. We'll plant those seeds and let that garden grow. Mm, I love that. So beautiful. So you're a mom, you're self-made you know, woman and uh, your wife, uh, how do you manage it all? Like, I'm sure there are days where you're just like, you know, if you didn't have X, Y, or Z, you know, you might've not been as great uh, and on purpose. <laughs> so what do you do? How do you do it? Um, I love wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, pr I'm prioritizing myself to tell you the truth. So I'm investing in a ton of professional development. Um, I have my own coaches. I get a lot of help. Um, I have a housekeep cleaner. Mm. Um, my husband also is very, very helpful. I, you know, get my nails done. I'm nice. doing things that make me feel good um, because it's all about self-love. I am my business. And if I don't fill the cup here. I cannot help anybody else. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for saying it. And I think we all know it, but a lot of us are feeling torn and pulled in so many different directions. They're feeling a lot of the women in the audience are feeling overwhelmed and prioritizing themselves can oftentimes be seen as selfish. Um, and then the guilt that comes from prioritizing ourselves can also be selfish until that day comes when you're just so convinced and understand that if you don't, that no one wins actually. Well, you have to look at the cost of inaction. So for me, I would before mm. be so, you know, money driven that I was looking at as an expense, but then my husband actually taught me, he's like, well, look at your hourly wage. Is it like, does that make sense for you to be doing these things? Like it's costing you more money to be doing it. First of all, if I, if I have a specific focus, so that was like looking at it from the logical side. The other side of it is giving myself the gift of like, if I'm working so hard and doing all these things, like I deserve to feel a certain way. I deserve not to have to go to my third job, you know, and clean the kitchen, right? Um, I deserve to sleep in a little bit more. Um, and then another one of my coaches recently taught me, um, you know, I deserve that I don't have to apologize and defend myself for my decisions. 
Um, mm. Often, I, I recently went on a vacation and I hadn't been on a vacation in two and a half years. I live across the country from my family. I have a young child. Um, I don't get support and help. So that's exhausting. Yeah. And so I was able to take him to, you know, his grandparents' place and stay there with them for 10 days. And wow. my and I got a second honeymoon. Um, <laughs> that's great. It, it was soul changing for us. Um, but I think I definitely got a lot of, of shit for it online. Um, you know, but what my coach taught me was that's a mirror, right? They're, they need, they're feeling a certain way because they're looking at themselves and they're reflecting back on their lives Ooh. and how they're feeling about it. I have a um, chills. That means truth. Wow. Right. Powerful. And so powerful. She's brilliant. Um, and so that's where I decided like, there is a boundary and a line. And this is where I'm like, I'm investing in so much mindset stuff. Because if we are going to be online, things will trigger us, right? So we have to be able to understand those boundaries. Yeah. And Shannon, you, you know, you bring up a really valid point. I'm in the health industry, right? Health coaching. And a lot of what I do is the how to. And it's like, what I would call somewhat superficial, you know, like, okay, this is what you eat. This is when you eat it. This is how you prepare it. But that how-to is nowhere near as valuable or long-term as the mindset piece. And that's why like food, fitness, and freedom, <laughs> food, fitness, and mindset, so funny, um, are the, the path that leads to the freedom that, um, that I know is so valuable. And after working with thousands of people over the last almost 30 years, um, I know that that mindset piece, like you're talking about, is, is by far the most important piece, but it's kind of like people don't really want to look there first, or they don't really realize that's where the pain point is per se. You have um, no idea. That's the, that's the best part of this entire joke is like, <laughs> you have no idea. Everyone's searching for strategy and it's like, it's not strategy. It's mindset. Yeah. But it's like, it, it, you know, we're our, we are our worst enemies in a, in a lot of ways, but like when you get right down to it, um, like so funny, cause my, my, uh, I have this like 21 day program, it's group coaching and it's like, uh, commitment, acceptance, and freedom. Like those are the main things. And it's like, yeah, you get recipes and shopping lists and, you know, videos and stuff, but it's like, but people are like really Com commitment. What do you mean? Freedom? <laughs> like, that's all the mindset stuff, but they, they get it, you know, of course, after the program, they're like, Oh my God, my life has changed. Oh, it's so exciting. Um, but just, yeah. So interesting. Okay. So what do you do when you're really tired? Like, how do you restore? What's the thing? So I love to take naps on the weekend when my body feels called to take a nap. Like, wow, I good for you. Listen. Um, I sleep I, because my son is four. Um, we all go to bed by eight 30 later. I love that. I'm an early tonight kind of gal too. <laughs> I feel kind of shy admitting that, but everyone's like, I'm so square. Everyone's like, really? Like, uh my not picking I, me up at the airport. I'm like, you're arriving after 9 PM. Like I, that's going to totally mess me up in three days. <laughs> Sorry. Like that's just a no go. I, I love you. <laughs> Our brain needs it. And certain people's bodies need it more than others. So I just started to learn what my body needs, mm. um, to refresh myself. I also, I'm okay. Like if I'm being too, too extroverted and social during the day for my clients, like I need to retreat in. Right. Yeah. Um, I love reading. I love my Kundalini in the morning. Um, so I'm part of like a group that does Kundalini tapping and some journaling at 6am. Um, such a game changer for me. I, I wake up so refreshed and my content is on fire when I write then. Woo! It's so good. It's so love good. it. 
gosh, did you hear that, ladies? She's doing her kundalini in the morning. She's taking naps when her body calls for it. I love it. So give yourselves permission. Give yourselves permission because we have to refuel ourselves and not as an escape, right? Because that could be, I did that for years, right? Wellness as an escape. No, but like to really honor yourself so that you don't get the burnout. You don't erode your relationship, you know, which is what happens usually. The overwhelm leads to, you know, any number of outcomes, but oftentimes it's divorce, absentee parenting, and, you know, some kind of burnout or disease. So we don't want that. And, and you can avoid that from happening um, by being inspired by Shannon's story. I mean, it's really, you know, you're talking about it like, oh yeah, this is what I do. But like, it's, it's wonderful that you do that. It's so good. I'm so grateful. But <laughs> honestly, sure. it, it didn't start here, right? Like, so how it truly started was investing my, in myself with a high ticket coach and seeing that I am worth that investment. And obviously that energy is gonna come back in abundance, right? And so I was in major scarcity and learning how to be in an abundant you know, mindset. Um, even if that's you know, just, just being happy, being at home, right? Like just the small things. It could be, right? It could be that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's for each of us to have that honesty with ourselves not what our neighbor thinks or our parents think or who we should be for anyone else. But, you know, I think, and I think sometimes what I've noticed is that people actually lack that clarity because they, they actually don't know. I would say nine out of time, 10 times that I ask somebody how they're doing, they don't know. They're like, I don't, I don't know. Cause they've been trying to think about everyone else all day they long. Don't, they don't spend time on themselves. Right. And it's, again, it comes back to that self-love part um, and that guilt, especially moms, um, feeling like we always have to give to everybody else, you know? Um, but if we don't give to ourselves and that could be like going grocery shopping by yourself, right? Like it's super, <laughs> when you're out young kids, that's really important for those of you who don't know, <laughs> it sounds like a small thing, but it's actually quite huge. That's like a vacation, man. <laughs> It's so true. You know, my daughter was born in Switzerland and we used to go to the grocery store and you know, I'm an American. And so, uh, you know, so, so, so Swiss kids are like very well behaved. They're very quiet. She like, you know, she's like in the stroller and she's singing at the top of her lungs. And they're like looking at me, like, what is going on with that child? And I'm like, it's fine. She's fine. <laughs> but it was like, they were like, so like mortified. It was really funny. <laughs> anyway, silly little side note. Um, okay. So if people want to um, enroll in your program, because you have a coaching program, right? Yes. Where should they go? How do they find out more? Marketing for the number four moms.com, marketing for moms. Um, and I have a landing page there. The, the program is called Sales Call Superstar um, because that is the delivery that'll happen. I believe that's a transformation that'll come from the program. Um, I'm doing something different. So part of it is offer creation and niche development. Um, so that I can make sure and assess that, you know, you can sell high ticket and we've chosen what market we're going to go into with that. Um, but also there is a guarantee. It's called the superstar guarantee. If you do not make the $10,000 back from our six months together, I will continue to work with you um, one-on-one until we get there. And that's a testament to the belief in my program, my transformations and the women that I attract. That's incredible. I mean, how could you say no to that offer? I mean, that's incredible. Wow. It's called the bulletproof offer and I'll teach you all about making one. Mm, I love it. And then um, if people aren't ready to like dive into the program, they can still interact with you in your Facebook group. Isn't that right? 
Absolutely. So the Facebook group is called Win the Winner Circle. You'll be able to see that um, sales closing strategies for online coaches. Um, or find me on Facebook, friend me, get in my DMs, get on Instagram, marketing for moms, um, find my email address, email me. Um, you can call me, you can text me. Um, I'm extremely, extremely friendly and um, I like to help. I love it. So good. Um, any last words of wisdom you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah. Believe in yourself, believe you're worth it, believe you deserve it because you do. Received. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for your time today. And thank you for being here with us as an inspiration and a reminder. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.